Welcome back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, DM Clinton. I am here with the Warriors of Light inside the festering maze of sloth. We are led by Connor, who plays Hugo. Man, it stinks in here. Aiden is playing Raskin. Yes, it does. Nathan is the bugbear Eaton. Everything smells normal to me. And Alex is the dude. The dude abides. All right, Aristotle. We have just defeated Jordamandus. Sitting upon his stone throne, floating above the pipe of horrible humors in the sewer stench. What do you guys want to do? You haven't looted yet, and you haven't rested yet to level up, I hear. I think we decided we were going to level up and then come back and loot. Yes. Okay. All right. So off you go. You find your way out of the maze just fine. And you're back in the center area of the Rune Forge. All right, and you rest for the 24 hours. And those who can level up, do so. And everybody dinged, huh? Yep. Well, we'll start with Hugo. Yeah. Hugo hit level 14. First thing I do is roll for my hit dice. I got an eight. Lucky, lucky. At level 14, my base attack goes up one. Big deal. I'm not really a martial character. My bad saves remain at plus four, but my good saves go up to plus nine. I get a, another spell from my mystery as a Dark Tapestry Oracle that spell it's Insanity. I get my first seven level spells, and then I can cast three per day. I get Inflict Serious Wounds Communal. I get Summon Monster 7. And then whenever I level up, I could choose a spell that I already know and replace it with a new one. I took the second level spell, Bull Strength, and I don't think I've ever actually used it once. Everyone already has enchantment bonuses on their belts and stuff. So I'm trading that with the spell Align Weapon. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, nice upgrades. Aiden, are you done with Fraskin? Yes, I am. So hit 14th, ended up taking a 9th level in Dragon Disciple. Got a 10 on the D12, so really happy about that. That boosts my HP up a lot. Fortin will go up by 1, Reflex is the same. And I actually don't get anything, because this level of Dragon Disciple doesn't get a plus one to existing Arcana spellcasting class. So the only thing I do get is a Wings, which normally that gives the blood, the Wings Bloodline power from the Draconic Bloodline, which gives 60 foot fly speed. But since I already have it through the Bloodline, my fly speed is now 90 feet instead of 60 feet. Mm, I see. And that's it. <laughs> I get almost nothing this level. Okay. So, yeah. Natural 90-foot flight is not terrible. Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely not terrible, but I don't get 7th level spells. I don't even have 6th level spells yet. Mm, so, okay. yeah, my breath weapon damage actually does go up to 18 die 6 points of acid damage. 18 die 6. That's crazy. Three times per day? Three times per day. DC 25. All right. Reeton. Does Reeton have a level up? I do have a level up, and I'm level 15, so my base attack goes up to 15. I get trapped since plus 5. For my points, I just put points in Perception, Acrobatics, and Survival. I got 5 HP for my level, which is less than half, which kind of sucks. I I tend to roll low on those. I also got Ghost Rager as a uh, superpower, one of my rage powers. While raging, the Barbarian deals normal damage to incorporeal creatures, even when using non-magical weapons, which just that is really cool. 
but also we get a plus three morale bonus to touch AC, which increases by one at eighth level and every four levels thereafter to a maximum of plus seven at 20th level. This can't be raised above the normal AC. So my Ghost Rager AC would give me plus five touch AC. You s that's everything I've got. I don't really get much this level. I did also roll in the chat. I, you see I rolled a 48 plus eight. That was just me using a tick of my rage to cast Renewed Vigor so I could heal myself for 20 HP. Good, okay. I've still got Drain. I still have Con Drain of one if somebody wants to can help me out with that. That's it. That's everything. Okay. And last but not least, Aristotle. All right. Uh, I am now a 14th level caster, Arcane Tattooed Sorcerer. I don't get any like cool bloodline feats, abilities, powers, or anything like that. But my base attack bonus went up by one, and my will save goes up by one. And I get access to seventh level spells. Hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> so for my seventh level spell, I chose Prismatic Spray. Ah, yes. Because <laughs> that's a nasty spell. Yeah. And then I also used my um my favorite alternate class point to gain another spell of a slot below my highest level, which is now seventh. So I took a sixth level spell, Disintegrate. Mm hmm. Which, as we saw in the last battle, that it was pretty useful. Then, lastly, I got six hit points. Okay. Hugo's casting restoration. Oh, good. Is he uh, muted? He just doesn't have any comment. He just mm -hmm. doesn't have any comment. Uh, oh, okay. Am, am I supposed to gravel as well? I mean, you could you could be a little nicer, not as sarcastic, okay? All right, everyone heals for 24 hours of rest. So it's, if there's a heal check for long-term care, then three of you could go up to as much as four times their hit dice and hit points. I would appreciate that if somebody had happened to have a good heal check. Vraskin rolled a zero. I got a two on the dice. I have a negative two on my heal check. <laughs> Who let this guy in the operating room? Aristotle succeeded. I'm going to be like, here, dude, just put this patchouli on. It'll feel better. <laughs> patchouli. All right, perfect. Man. I got some play leaf salves, man. Yeah. <laughs> Good Chill stuff. you right out, bro. So four times your hit dice, and my hit dice are 12, so that would be 48 hit yeah. points. Perfect. Oh, yeah. I also swapped out a lower level spell slot for fireball. For fireball. Okay. Any other things that you want to take care of before returning to the festering maze? Yeah, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Okay, I'm back. We're in, I mean, we're in a sewer. You could just pee in the water. Yeah, nobody look. That might make that elemental very mad. I'll do it when it's on the other side of the maze. Okay. How, how can Hugo tell if anyone is looking? <laughs> <laughs> he just knows. <laughs> okay. I suppose you don't have a seeing eye familiar at this point. <laughs> it's actually a great idea. All right. We need to return. Um, as you return to the forge suit or the Runeforge sewers, uh, you see that the uh, water elemental is still cleaning furiously, but making no headway. Do we have to roll for uh, fortitude save for sickness again? Yes. Hugo got a 23. Preston got a 30. Rayton got a 30. Aristotle got 24. Yeah, everyone's doing good. Okay. We got used to the stench. As we're walking over, um, I'm going to start casting long-term buff spells. Okay, which ones? Mage armor, shield... Spell resistance, mirror image. I'll roll the die four. Ooh, only one on the dice. So that is five, five total images, yeah. Oh no. Five images, minimum, yeah. 
Anyone else doing long-term casts? Yes. First thing, I'm going to burn a spell-like ability that I have for Overland Flight. That's going to be for 15 hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, then I'm going to cast Magic Circle against Evil, and that's 10 minutes per level. Stone Skin as well. I'm going to slap Reeton's ass and give him Fly. Thanks. And I'm also going to hit myself and him with Heroism. Thanks. I am also casting mirror image on myself and shield, and then I'm done. And how many images? It's going to be a total of six. I rolled a two on the die. Yep. All right. Hugo, any long-term casts? Nope. Hugo ain't doing nothing special. So no flight, no anything like that? Uh, Movement buffs or anything like that? Not that I could think of. Okay. You have re-entered the Runeforge sewers. You're back at the entrance. Well, let's. uh, I would like to go back to that boss room. Uh, if anybody remembers the exact route there. Hey, Hugo, you remember the way there? Braskin, scare the shit out of me again. I'll get us there. <laughs> the water elemental is moving towards you. Oh, hey, what's up? Does anybody speak Aquan? Or have tongues active? Yeah, both me and Aiden. Say yo. Yo. It says, greetings. Do not interfere with my cleaning of this place. All right. We won't. Okie dokie. And it passes you by. Nice guy. I like him. Okay, well, what do you go north or do you go east? I do have a question before we do this. Okay. Can one of you guys ask him if he knows anything about this place? Maybe who summoned him? Blah, blah, blah. Like, like we have a friendly creature in this fucking place of misery. Maybe we should talk to him? So far, we've been two for two with friendly elementals. I, I look to Aristotle. You're the friendly one. Yeah, the charismatic one. Do it. Yeah, uh, hey, big guy. Yes. There's a lot of nasties in here, right? Yes, this place is filled with nasties. I'm here to clean it up. We got rid of the big dude in the back. Maybe you can uh, help us out since we helped you out. I'm sorry, but I can only clear out the nasties. I'm bound by the magic that summoned me here. Do you know where all the nasties are? I do not, but I destroy them whenever I see them. Hmm. I'm going to turn to Vraskin and I'm going to be like, uh, I don't I don't know, dude. He just goes around and cleans the poop. Perhaps we could patrol together. Ask if he'd be against us patrolling with him. Or it. Hey, uh, big guy, before you get away there. Yes? You, you want some help? If you can assist me in cleaning up the sewage, yes. As it blasts its arms against the wall, scrubbing it with high-pressure jets. Okay, well, I'm going to follow the big guy, I guess. Yeah. Hugo's going to spend a full round to cast Summon Monster 6 to cast 1d4 plus 1 large water elementals. Hmm. Could I have them just duplicate whatever the big guy does? I'm not sure if that's too complex of a command. No, that's perfectly within what you can do. All right, so I'm going to have four of them. They show up a little bit eldritch, but they listen just well enough. Okay. While he does that, can I ask uh, Aristotle? Hey, Aristotle, can you ask him, or it, sorry, don't want to assume his gender, what magic has bound it here? Yeah, it can try. Like, we can, might be able to get rid of that magic and let it go back to its normal plane or whatever. If that's what it wants. I do not know the answer to this. As Aristotle asks the question. And turn around and be like, I don't know. He says he doesn't know how I got here. Okay. Okay, do you ask him if he wants to go back to his normal plane of existence. Hey, water guy. Yeah. Do you, do you like being trapped here? Or would you rather go to your home plane? I am bound here against my will and forced to slave, and I cannot leave until this place is clean. Do you know how we can break the bond? 
having everything cleaned. What if I just banish you back home? No matter how hard I try, I cannot clean it all. As long as sewage flows from those pipes to the north, I cannot clean. Is there a way that we can close those pipes? Ask him, Aristotle. Well, I'm assuming since we opened them before, we can probably close them. I thought we closed the pipes already. Oh, have you? Yeah, we did. We pulled all the levers. Yeah, we hit every lever. Oh. One of them was only partially pulled down, and we didn't pull it down all the way. No, no we did. We did. We pulled them all. I'm trying to give them reason to breathe. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. You're trying to give Clinton plausible deniability? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit of help. <laughs> Okay. Well, maybe he says... Investigate those areas up to the north to see if the sewage still runs from the pipe. All right. I'll go up there. Doodle-doo-doo. Fly. I'm just going to fly into that room. I assume there's no movement requirements or whatever. And what do you want? A perception check or just a... Hey, there's still poop flowing. Uh, no, it actually is not flowing right now. Oh, good. The flow from the pipes has been ceased. Looks like it's been cleared out for a while now. It leaves a 10-foot deep pool in this room. Several slippery but navigable tunnels in between. Okay, so the level of this has been dropped. The level of the water. So the areas to the north, these pipes up here, has stopped. And so it, it allows passage to go up through these pipes now. Oh, good. I think we should check out the boss room before we go through the nasty sewage pipes. You don't want to Shawshank it right now? Not not really. Not not looking forward to that right at the moment. But we can, of course, later. We should probably see if maybe that guy had some loot on him. The big dude that yeah, we killed. That's what I was thinking. So we okay. can go back to the boss room real quick. I assume we remember the way. I assume. I don't. I, I, I personally don't remember the way. Well, it looks like you're going to have to figure it out. Yep. I remember this place. I remember I got paralyzed here. That was fun. Ah, stop here. The tunnels, which are no longer sewage filled, there's a pool here. The worked stone in the tunnel gives way here to a natural cavern. A 20 foot wide gap breaks the walkway while the rough stone walls are caked with a riot of color ooze and fungi of all colors in the rainbow grow thick here in a foul smelling profusion of beauty. Uh, does anyone have any ongoing detections? See invisibility. Okay, but not any magical detections? No. Yes, yes, I do. You do not, Breeden. <laughs> Should I cast a spell to do so? I'm not asking you to do, I'm just wondering <laughs> if you have anything currently. I mean, uh, Hugo and I also have blind sense 30 feet. It's not really detection, though. Fair. Unless something's hiding down there. That's a different story, though. Mm-hmm. All right, I think I know a spell I can cast. Okay. This is a it's weird area in here, so I'm going to cast Identify. Cone-shaped animation that's 60 feet long, and the pool here is much deeper than that. Hmm. Okay. You do not detect or identify any magical items within the 60-foot cone. Hmm. I don't really want to go for a swim in dookie water. <laughs> I could ask one of the elementals to do it. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. All right. Command one of your elementals. Give him a whistle and he up, 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 up. And it dives down below. He goes down there. What was his command? Investigate. It looks like it's deep down here. Okay. Goes down, spends a few seconds, a few rounds going down, comes back up. And he has in his hands bones, debris, a rod, 
and a bag. Ooh. Ooh. I put the rod in the bag. What happens? No, 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 no. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. I could identify the rod, maybe. Rayton flies away. The rod and the bag are both magical. The spellcraft check? Yeah, yes. let me do that to make it a 32 spellcraft. And then I'll do another one for the other. That one's not going to be as good for a 23. Okay, this one, that would be 32. DC 32. Nailed it on the first one with the 32. That is a extended metamagic rod. That's pretty good. So it's just it's an extend metamagic rod, yeah. It's just a standard, not a lesser. What it does is that you can cast three spells up today. They're extended as though using the extend fel- spell feat, which doubles the duration. I think it's spell levels four through sixth for the normal rods. Yeah. Up to sixth, yes. Nice. Fraskin would probably benefit from this most. I already have that feat, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't use metamagic rods that often, but for buffing spells, it would have been terrible. The second one is DC 24. And I got a 23. I'll roll to identify. Yeah, Hugo will give it a shot as well. 24. <laughs> also 24. <laughs> it's a bag of holding one. Oh. There's a spell book, a number of spell books. All right, someone put the bag of holding in their bag of holding. No. <laughs> All right, I don't see a problem with that. This one has uh, up to six level spells like Analyzed Weomer. That's a really good spell. Control Water, Disintegrate, Dispel Magic Greater, Enemy Hammer, Ooze Form 2, and True Seeing. True Seeing's really good. Control Water would be very good in a place like this in particular. This is a good book. Yeah, but we can't actually use it. Mm, nope, not with our party composition. Uh, what we could do is if there's one particular spell that's useful in that book and it's within that ring of spell knowledge, we can teach that to that ring, but it's only one spell. Maybe there's one we'll need. I have true scenes, so that's cool, but I don't have the uh, control water. Well, this will be a good thing to have in our back pocket in case we find ourselves sitting our head against the wall. But not only that, as you flip through these spell books, you see within the margins are notes about other areas in the Runeforge. Something called Morphic Mist and something about golems. Morphic Mist? What's that? In the Vaults of Greed, there's an area that has Morphic Mist. Describes it as a greenish mist with sparkling silver motes of light. Greedy beings can pass through the mist without undue effect, but any other living creature who enters it must be of strong fortitude or suffer the effects of a baleful polymorph to be transformed into a cold fish and then teleported to one of the pools in the area. Hold one's breath will allow one to walk through it more easily. Cool. We should probably hang on to this spell book. Mm-hmm. And then they also say that there are four stone golems guarding fountains in this area. Man, I bet there's so much gold in there. <laughs> maybe that's just what they want you to think. That's it could be. Maybe it's maybe it's all an illusion. Or maybe it is real gold, but you fill your pocket so heavy that you can't carry any of it out with you. I mean, I can carry a lot of gold. So, <laughs> I can have 1040 for my max load. So, You also get some information about the stone golems, what their capabilities are, and such. They crush casters, and they underlined it three times. (laughs) Stone golems, most notably, take animantine weapons to harm, can slow. Well, that sucks. Could we by chance roll knowledge engineering and see if our own knowledges could compound what this book says? It would be knowledge arcana for golems. A natural 20 for a 27. Not bad. Wow. 
Okay. Nice. I got a 29. Okay, you both just get uh, one question each. Reeton, what did you want to know? Uh, defenses. Weaknesses. There you go. Has no weaknesses other than adamantine weapons. Okay. Immunities? They are constructs, and they are immune to magic. Oh. Full stop. Oh. Well, looks like <laughs> Braskin and I are going to do some heavy lifting. Yeah. If anyone needs me, I'll be in the back. Okay. Again. DR adamantine is not easy to get past for me. Me neither, but I can hit hard enough that I can make a wooden club work against these things, I think. Yeah, probably. Sure. Okay. That is everything in this area. All right. Let's go into the, the next area then. See if we notice anything in here. Here in the infested summoning chamber. And then I'm going to go go up into the... Oh, man, this is what this room looks like. I never got to go in here before. Remember, I was paralyzed, knocked out. That, that kind of sucked. Right. So, like we saw before, there are these four pipes in each corner. They are flowing water of various glowing colors into this central chamber. Well, let's do some investigating. I'm thinking there might be some stuff in here, especially, like, on that guy's corpse. Hugo, he's uh, near the floating uh, large stone throne. Yeah, this just seems like a nice place to have a seat. It just it feels right. Mm-hmm. Are, are all of you just searching the area? Yes, that's what I am doing, at least. Okay. As you're searching through the area, you notice that the chair, the throne, has uh, a secret cache in it, a hidden latch on the throne's left arm. Depressing it causes a hidden drawer to open on the right side. Inside are a number of spell books, along with a few magical scrolls, and a large book that's like got a, a stick figure man doing exercises. Huh. Huh. This guy is, says DDP yoga on it. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I'm going to take a look at the scrolls. What are they? Uh, you have read magic? Yes, I have read magic as a cantrip. Okay. Scroll of planar ally. Cool. A scroll of teleport and a scroll of stone to flesh. Oh, oh, they're immune to magic. Stone to flesh might work. There are some caveats to the immunity to magic. You remember that transmute rock to mud slows the stone golem for a while and transmute mud to rock heals all of its lost hit points. Ooh. Don't mix those two up. Yeah, a Stone to Flesh spell does not actually change the golem structure, but negates its damage reduction and immunity to magic for one full round. A singular round. Yeah. Just one round. That's all I need, baby. I mean, I, yeah, I guess that's fair. That's all I need, too. But... Okay, the other book is going to require a spellcraft check to identify it. All right, uh, go ahead and roll. I got a 32. Hugo only got a 24. I got a 39. This one's DC 32. You keep nailing it right on the money, dude. This is a manual of gainful exercise. The thick tome contains exercise descriptions and diet suggestions, but entwined within the words is a powerful magical effect. If anyone reads the book, which takes a total of 48 hours over a minimum of six days, she gains an inherent bonus of plus two to your strength score. Oh. Once the book is read, the magic disappears from the pages and it becomes a normal book. Okay, well, I'm immediately going to hide that from reading. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, that's a good reading item, though. And I want it. It's also a good me item, though. I want it. You might have to arm wrestle for it. All right. Great idea. <laughs> you see Reeton's eyes light up. <laughs> we'll figure that out later. Now, Jordan oh. Mandis's things. 
Reeton will use his Juggernaut's pauldrons to... Let's not actually do this right now. We'll fight over it later. <laughs> well, you don't even know what it is. I'm not saying what it is. Hey, I'm the one who found it. You think it's just a book. Yeah, what do you care? Have you even eaten any good books lately? <laughs> I, hey, hey, that's rude. <laughs> At least I can read and see the words. <laughs> uh. So Jordan, anyway. Jordan Mandis is glowing. He's got lots of magical gear. All right, there's a rod, a cloak, a haversack, and a ring. 33 spellcraft for the first one. Okay, that's good enough. A rod of absorption. This thing is crazy. I think that might be some good Aristotle gear. Yeah. That might be. One of you guys. Single target rebel or raid directed at either the character holding the rod or your gear. It is then absorbed into the rod, which can then be used as spell levels later. I mean, if anyone's going to really benefit from it, it's going to be the evocation mage. Yes, that is definitely a me item. That or the summon mage, one of the two. Hey, dude, that looks cool. Let me have that. No argument here. 26 for the next one. It has currently 18 levels in it. The rod of spell absorption. Mm Mm-hmm. Sweet. It'd be so cool if I knew what that meant. It means instead of wasting 18 levels worth of spells, you could expend it from the rod, which is amazing. Oh, I yeah. see, I see. Yeah, that makes sense. Spellcraft of 20, yeah, 26. 26, cloak, cloak of yeah. resistance plus three. That's good. Does anyone not have a cloak of resistance? I've already got a better cloak. I'm at plus three. That's shoulders, right? Correct. I have my Juggernaut's pauldrons, and those are better for me. I also don't think it would stack with your necklace. Oh, yes, you're right. All right, let's stuff that cloak of resistance into that bag of holding plus one, or whatever kind of bag of holding it was. Bag of holding one, yep. Yeah. What about that uh, haversack? Is it handy? It looks handy. It is handy. Let's find out how handy it is with a... 36. Is, are they various versions? I only thought no, there was one. No, there's just a, a haversack. Is there anything inside it? Yes, uh, there are spell books. This nerd sure like to read. Man, we keep coming into all these spell books. He has an 8th level spell. Summon monster 8. Ooh, if only I could learn from this. Power word blind. Cloud kill. Disintegrate. Greater to spell magic. What kind of nerd needs to summon monsters to do his fighting for him? <laughs> An investigation of his spell books reveal far more than spells. While Jordamanus hasn't left this room in well over 9,000 years, he spent a significant time using scrying to spy on Runeforge's other inhabitants. While most of what Jordamanus has scribbled in his margins is useless gossip, anyone who can read Thessalonian and spends some time, like hours, reading the notes can learn the names and basic roles of most of the named NPCs in Runeforge, subject to my discretion. Could we scroll to the page on Mr. Mutt? <laughs> this guy didn't have an index in his notes? Come on, sloppy. Perhaps more importantly, though, Jordamandis has scrawled on the inside cover's largest spellbook a significant bit of information. His suspicion on what components would work best for the crafting of rune-forged weapons. He someday hopes to, or hoped, to forge multiple rune-forged weapons. He wishes to arm summon champions with them and take over all of Runeforge. He's done most of the research needed to make the weapons and frequently mentions these plans elsewhere in the book, but fortunately for everyone, he lacked the energy and drive to follow through on the plan. He had 9,000 years and he couldn't get the motivation up to make a freaking weapon. It was almost like he might have been slothful or something. And that is sloth. So it happens when you rely on other people to do all your work for you. I know, right? I wonder if there's a lesson somewhere there. 
Ah, uh, no, probably not. Yeah, if you're gonna kill someone, kill them yourself. Can everyone see handout five four? <laughs> yes. We can. Yes. yes. Runeforged weapon components? Question mark. Oh, we have sloth, sloth with an admixture of the four humors. Gross. Greed using water from the pool of elemental arcana. I wonder if we'll find out about that there. Envy, vial of Athelion. Hey, we got that. We already have those. All right. Yeah. Athelion was the strange anti-magic stuff that was yeah. kind of silvery liquid. Oh, yeah, in the decanter, right? In the decanter. Yeah. Well, it was in a large pool, and you've got a bunch bunch of them. All right. One of Delaheen's personal toys. Uh-oh. We have those. No, we have our sex toys still. Oh, good, good. We did not sell those. Uh, Pride was a shard from any of the mirrors. Rex Sirius has looked in. Probably any of them. Yeah. Wrath is ashes from anything in the halls of wrath. Oh boy. And gluttony. Some of that delicious inib uh, inib wine. So it, you know, for example, let's do you know Runeforge weapon envy. Is that a weapon that is good against envy or is of the sub specialty envy? It would work against whatever it counters. Is it like the embodiment of envy? That remains undetermined as of yet. I guess that's fair. I thought we had something written down that we knew which one we were looking for. That should be in your player notes. Yeah. So these four pipes, I will assume, are the four humors. Yes. And the center pipe is an admixture of all four. Interesting. Can I break the pipes? Let's not break them. You don't need to break them. You just scoop the liquid out of the central pipe that's open. Okay. Fluid from the central pipe suffices as a rune-forged weapon component. Perfect. Let's do that then. You just have to have some open containers. Does anybody have open containers? Yeah, you have I, a handy haversack. <laughs> it's I, not I waterproof. Have, I have a leftover vial. Perfect. From one of my vials of acid. So yeah. Perfect. All right. Add that to the treasure list. Uh, Runeforge components and start making a list of them is my suggestion. Yeah, we have 12 flasks of Athelion. Yeah, I know we grabbed a bunch of that stuff. Just just because, you know, good to have. All right. Jordan Manis also has 500 gold pieces worth of diamond dust. You guys use that to get high. Well, I mean, cast spells, right? To cast spells, yeah. Uh, Hugo has pretty historically been the person casting like restoration and stuff. He's going to pocket that. Okay. Uh, spellcraft check of 31 to identify the ring. Protection plus two. Oh. I think we all have rings that we don't need that. Yeah. Let's throw that in the handy haversack. Okay, there is also an ivory plaque worth 50 gold and a mundane silver mirror worth quite a bit. This one will require a appraisal check. Well, I guess we have no clue what it costs. They rolled really poorly. I rolled a two on the die for a 13. For a 13, yeah, that's poorly. Don't quite know. It's unknown to you. Nice. Oh, t- uh, natural 20 for 24. Okay, it's a thousand gold piece silver mirror. Oh, cool. Not magical at all? No. I'm going to go up and look at myself and like, ah, you have to deal with seeing this all the time? <laughs> yep. When's the last time you combed your fur? Uh, when we were in Magnamar. Remember, I got a haircut. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay. So, uh, what do you guys want to do? That's right. This place looks complete. Onward to the next path of our destruction. Oh, wait, there, there is oh, one last little thing I forgot to tell you about. There is a magical effects under the throne. Set inside the base of each side of the throne are some magical rods. Do you wish to make a spellcraft check? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm moving away. Last time I was near a magical rod stuck in the ground, bad things happen. 32. Reeton's PTSD kicks in. 32? Yes. These are immovable rods, and there are two of them. They look like flat iron bars with a small button on one end, 
I mean, these are good utility items. When the button is pushed, which is a move action, the rod does not move from where it is, even if staying in place defies gravity. Thus, the owner can lift or place the rod wherever you wish, push the button, and let go. Several immovable rods can even make a ladder when used together, although only two are needed. An immovable rod can support up to 8,000 pounds before falling to the ground. If a creature pushes against an immovable rod, it must succeed at a DC 30 strength check to move the rod up to 10 feet in a single round. So Hugo's going to say uh, au revoir to this chair and hit the button on each of these rods. The chair falls into the water as you retrieve them. The water, I should say, the slop. If we got to barricade ourselves in a door or something like that, put two of these on the outside of it, that buys us some time. Yeah. Also allows us to cast through it. Uh, did, did anybody particularly want these, or do you want me to hold on to them? Uh, you should hold on to them. Yep. All right. You're the most utility-based person out of all of us. Agreed. Okay. And there's a way down here we didn't explore. Okay. That's to the south? Yes. Just past where we killed the closet. And you see just more non-flowing water, sewage water, and it heads southward still as it kind of bends westward. And northward and back to a place we've been before. Yep. Okay, looks like you've discovered everything in this place. Oh, what about the pipes? We can go up the pipes. Yeah, let's, let's head over that way. Well, I sure hope somebody can turn diminutive or something and go up those pipes. They're ten-foot pipes. Yeah, I don't, I don't really want to risk it. You? I mean, I'll check it out, I guess. Okay, these pipes, you go up to the end of these pipes, past these pitted iron grates that have been removed due to a lever, you go up to the end of them, and it appears that there's just a, just an empty pipe wall. Like the, you can't see for, you can't understand how anything flew out, flowed out of them. Must be magical. The the sign literally said portal. Right. Right. So it's probably similar to what we saw in the gluttony place, where it was an actual, like, portal of negative energy. This is just a portal of chaotic sludge? Eh. Stay there, I'm going to pull this middle lever. Oh, uh, fuck uh, you. <laughs> as, as I blind sense read and move in there, I yeet on out of that too real fast. <laughs> Did we see any items or anything? I assume not. Nothing else there, no. All right, then I say we leave. Yeah. All right. I'll command these water elementals to spend the rest of their existence helping the big guy to clean. And I ask him his name before we go. His name? Clinton didn't have that planned. I did not. Uh... <laughs> It doesn't say in that book. <laughs> it do, it doesn't say in this book. No. It's a wa- a elder water elemental. Oh, what's his name? Gl- it's Glub Glub. God bless you, Glub Glub. It's all you can understand because it's said in Aquin. It's a very complex, long name. You know, family lineages and whatnot. Hey, Fraskin, what was that book you found? Oh, just a book. <laughs> all right. Anatomy oh, and whatnot. No interest bluff. to you. It would def. That would definitely be a bluff. And sense motive. Uh, my sense motive sucks. It's okay, so does my bluff. <laughs> I would have to roll very high. All right. Fraskin's bluff is a 22, nope. and Reeton's sense motive is a 9. Uh, I guess it is just a book. Oh, that's weird. Huh. You detect no uh, deception. I theoretically could have got that, but my sense motive is only 4. All right, well, that makes sense. Seems like a great place to tell lies and be greedy. What could go wrong? Yeah. I know, right? Well, we, we know what, what was it? Greed had the golems, right? Yes. Who wants to go into the vaults of greed? I mean, we at least have an advantage there. We know to hold our breath when we see the green sparkling dust. We know anything about wrath? We know there's fire there. Yeah. 
the only thing is their golems there, and apparently the the mages won't be able to do much against them. They could still buff Braskin and I, I guess, before the battle. We'll just do what we do with all of our other problems. We'll leave Reed to deal with it. Yeah. Well, something we could do is we could just drop them down a pit. That's a good place to leave Reed. And this episode. So we'll pick this up next time on Rise of the Rune Lords. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.